What's up, guys? Welcome back to Rowan Through Life. This is Paris, and this is my lovely wife and co-host. Nicole, and, well, Baby Rad is joining us as well. That's true. Baby Rad is joining us. Hey, guys, for you, you know, loyal listeners, we apologize that uh, we've been out for a little bit. In case you heard, we had a baby. Well, I didn't. I had 30 seconds of work, and Nicole did nine months of pregnancy, and then birthed the thing in, well, I'm not going to tell you how many pushes, because that's part of today's story. So, we just wanted to share, you know, that we've been really busy, but we missed you guys, you know, and so we decided we need to get back on the gains train. Right, babe? That's right. So, today, we're going to be talking about some fun stuff, huh, babe? That's right. You know, this is more for probably our family who want to hear the birth story and for a select few friends, I Everybody think. Everybody wants to hear the birth story. Oh, everyone. It's amazing. Mm, yes, okay. Uh, apparently, <laughs> Paris thinks everyone wants to hear, but anyway, we just figured we would record the birth story, not in great detail to gross you out. Not that there's a lot of gross things, but anywho's. Um, <laughs> but to share, because it was quite the adventurous story, and there was a lesson learned out of it, so I guess we could share that revelation as well. Um, Paris, would you like to start off the, the story about our vacation? Sure. Sure. So... Yeah, I'll just start out. I love stories, just just FYI. So, and if you guys want to have any interesting birth stories or fun birth stories that you want to share with us, we welcome them. I love reading about them, um, and you can put as much detail as you want, you know, um, and just sign it anonymous as if you like. But you can send those through Rowan Through Life Team at Gmail dot com, and I will read them if you send them. Just FYI. Um, anyway, so yeah, the story. So how does it start off? In a time, in a land far, far away, we had a baby. So anyway, it starts off with Nicole and I deciding that, you know what would be really nice is we should go on a baby moon. Okay. Nicole was a little bit more of an advocate, but you know, what's, 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 it's a great thing going on vacation with your wife, you know, as much as we love our other two kids, you know, there's always a time to get away. So we decide, you know what, let's do it. Let's find a weekend. So we found a weekend and this weekend happened to be approximately two weeks before Nicole's official due date, which was August 4th. Fifth, actually, and so we're we're kind of going back and forth, trying to decide where are we going to go. You know, it is two weeks before. Is that enough time? We should probably stay local. All that to say, we waited too long in our indecision. So we're like, we'll just stay in San Diego, you know, close to the kids, and that's only an hour from our hospital. And by the time that we got around to it, you know, there was not as many vacancies as we had hoped for. The costs were higher. Comic-Con was going on. All sorts of uh, things going wrong. So anyway, so Nicole says, well, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I'm having these Braxton Hicks. Um, But, 
you know, we should just chance going to Palm Springs because that's where we like to go for vacay. And so I was like, babe, are you sure you want to go there? She was like, yeah, we'll be fine. It's warm. We'll just lay by the pool. I'm like, hey, if you're down, I'm down. But I'll just make sure that they have a hospital, you know, somewhere on our hotel. So that is the beginning of our story. Oh my gosh, you're a hilarious storyteller. Oh, thanks, babe. Wow. Um, <laughs> he was just in his own little world telling his little story. I wish you all could have seen him. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, so like Paris said, we were supposed to be in San Diego, and just last-minute prices went up to a place we weren't super stoked on, and we love Palm Springs. And so, um, we were just like, let's just go. This is just my, you know, second pregnancy. I was 10 days early with my daughter, but I still had four days extra with him. So I thought with my, when I was pregnant with my son, so I thought, oh, I'll be fine. So we head down to San Diego to drop off, um, our first two kiddos with grandparents. And on the way there, I was feeling a little bit of pressure. I was feeling a little bit of, okay, Braxton Hicks, pressure, pregnant, fat, just all the things rolled up in one, right? Like, what is happening? And um, so I just wrote it off as, hey, I'm 14 days away from delivering this baby. And you should describe that I've, pressure. What's what's that pressure like? Is you want like, me to describe the pressure? To a man. Really take like a big dump or you go okay. to the bathroom really bad. Yeah, it just feels like a lot of pressure. So, anywho, um, so we drop the kids off and then we get out to to Palm Springs as fast as we can. Go to this beautiful new hotel. It was like Instagram worthy. Just gorgeous colors and very, um, what was the, like, retro? Yeah, Um, retro. Just super, super cool. It's called Sands. So, if you... Um, oh, if, we, if you can go there to tell us about our sponsors, Sands. <laughs> yeah, I wish they would sponsor us. Um, so, so the first night we're like, you know what? We're just gonna we're gonna order in. We're gonna hang out. They had AC, and we don't have AC in our house. And even though we live in Orange County, it had been really hot the weeks leading up. So we we're like, you know, what? we're just gonna blast the AC. We're gonna watch a movie. We're gonna have food in, and then tomorrow we'll lay by the pool. I was going to get a cute little belly bump picture. You know, I had all these expectations. Um, and then that night, there were a couple things that kind of caught my attention just with my Braxton Hicks and again, more pressure. And I kept having to use the restroom. And I thought, goodness, surely nothing's going to happen. That night, I am up several times. If you're listening to this and you've ever been pregnant before, you know, that last month, well, almost all of your pregnancy, but specifically the last month, you are having to go to the restroom quite often. And so I got up out of bed around two o'clock to go um, use the restroom. And I said, Lord, I'm not going to have this baby, right? Because I had been, again, pressure Braxton Hicks. And I felt this immediate urgency to leave. It was like everything in me was like, you need to leave and you need to leave now. So... I roll over to wake up Paris and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. This is so silly. I'm going to relax and enjoy my time. And, um, and so I went to the restroom, tried to lay back down to go back to sleep. And at around five, uh, just a few hours later, 
my water broke and got out of bed and went to the restroom and made sure it was my water and it was and so I woke up Paris said listen my water broke and he says nah (laughs) we had already made an agreement though that I wouldn't joke about it we leave the hotel and I forgot that I had unpacked my suitcase and put everything in the closet so we had to go back to the hotel we hadn't gotten the car yet but we were walking out and um I had called my my OB midwife at this point and he had suggested that I come on home but that man is crazy because I would have done had a baby in a car and I'm not about that life so praise God I didn't do that all right I'll let you take over yeah so yeah all that all that I had told her Nicole because she like I don't know why you like to play jokes that are regarding like having a baby slash like going into labor but she does so before the vacation even started I told her babe you have to promise me that you will not joke around if this baby really comes and I made her promise the day before and so anyway yeah that morning I just remember her in the bathroom and all of a sudden comes out and says babe my water just broke and i was like half in half out i'm like what and but i had remembered the promise that she made and so i sprung into action and i don't think i've ever cleared a room quite as fast nicole says that i weren't that fast yes i was i was fast i was like the freaking flash anyway Nicole claims that I don't do things fast in my life, which is which is 90% true. Okay, there's a few things I do quickly, and a couple of them, yeah. So anyway, so I, I, I cleaned that room fast, packed us all up, and then out we went. Well, here's where the, the story gets fun. So we leave this gorgeous hotel that we had paid up front via Groupon for, non-refundable. And then we leave and we're off to go to this hospital that I had made sure to look up before going to Palm Springs. And so on our way, me being, you know, the king of expectation, I tell Nicole, you know, why don't we call them really quick just to see where the emergency room is slash labor and delivery so that we know where to go when we get there? Because hospitals can be confusing. And so she ends up calling them and much to our interest, they tell us, you know, ma'am, we actually do not have a labor and delivery uh, portion to our hospital, to which we were like, say what? And so I told Nicole, I was like, ask him if there is another hospital. So thankfully she asks him and he tells her, oh yeah, John FK, you know, it's right down the street. So I flip it right in the middle of the street, turn that car around and we start heading in the opposite direction. Thankfully the hospital was still only about 20 minutes away. So we made it just fine. So we get to this little lovely hospital and, uh, babe, would you like to take it from there? Yeah, so we get to the hospital, and they didn't have any information on me um, because I was a walk-in. And I now know what it's like to be a walk-in to give birth. Um, It's not necessarily what you want to be, but that's what I was. And so I just embraced it as quickly as I could. So they don't know me from whomever, and they don't have any information on me. So they have to redo, like, blood tests that I had done early in my pregnancy and just all these tests that I had already 
I'm yawning because I'm tired, um, that I had already had done. And so anyway, the first probably hour was just, it was, it was kind of chaotic. Um, there was one point where I looked at Paris and I said, you need to pray because we need breakthrough. Um, one of the nurses, she, when I came in, she checked me and she's like, oh, your water hasn't broken. And you know, when you're, when you're in, in labor, um, it, it's not the most comfortable situation, but you don't want to be a complete jerk to the people that you're going to be working with. And, you know, the nurses, you're around them more than your doctor. And I didn't even have my doctor there, so I'm around them more than anybody. Um, so I knew that I needed to be cordial and respectful um, and that I wanted these people to like me. And <laughs> um, I didn't want to be rude, but, you know, I looked at this lady and I said, ma'am, I know I've only been pregnant one other time, and I'm not an expert, but pretty sure I know that my water broke. To which they check me again, and they can't find the uterus, and so they're like, no, we don't think your water broke. To which I get checked a total of three times. Um, and then finally, the third time, the, the OB came in and said, oh yeah, she's more than halfway. And I'm like, doing everything I can to not look at this nurse and go, are you kidding me? So... Anywho, once we got past that point, honestly, it was, it was a lot easier um, because they were getting things going and moving. And, you know, I was, I think we were only there for four hours and they, they wheeled me to the, um, the delivery room and my, my sister Ashby was able to, to drive up to Palm Springs and bring my hospital bag and car seat, <laughs> which is important, um, and so she was able to join us. And sure enough, I pushed three rounds, which was six total times. And the OB said, stop. And I'm like, stop. And I'm just kind of looking. And um, he says, all right, here he comes. And I was so confused because with my daughter, she was she was sideways stuck in the birth canal. And so it took quite a while of pushing with her. I mean, I pushed for probably an hour and a half just practice pushes. But this guy, he was ready to go. So he comes out and he was 8 pounds, 7 ounces, and 22 inches long. Right? 22 inches. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, of course, everyone's like, oh my gosh, big baby. Because I was 14 days early. But um, praise God for the epidural. I love the epidural. I'm not opposed to it <laughs> for anyone listening. Um, who ha- has ever felt shame around that boy, you just shake that shame off because the epidural makes you a really happy person. And you can pray and you can intercede and you can go to your happy spot, but I would rather do it numb. So um, I got the epidural at 8 centimeters and it was incredible and um, it just makes for for great memories because I could talk and not be mad. Um, <laughs> and laugh throughout my pushing and labor experience. Like it's pretty amazing. Um, anyways, that's for another, I, I am going to do a podcast on the shame around the epidural because it is a, it is a very weird thing. But anyways, babes, is there anything that you would like to add? Yeah. I mean, I know in all reality that you guys were really wondering what I was doing during this whole time. So I think that um, my wife nominated me for the supportive husband of the year while in a delivery room because um, I killed it. I didn't pass out. 
Um, you know, I, I watched the whole thing from my, my vantage point. Um, you know, I, I cracked jokes at appropriate times, not inappropriate times and said very supportive things. Um, so I think, I think I really did well. And this time, unlike my daughter, I wasn't dressed up in a hillbilly costume with a mom tattoo on my right arm in Sharpie. So I had that going for me as well. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to get all that out there that, you know, I did, I did a pretty good job and I went and got food when necessary and you did do a good job. Um, you're right. I I needed to give you a little bit of credit. I was, I was crediting myself a little too much in that story. (laughs) So I'm glad that the people hear, um, what you were doing and how you played a really big role. So thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I mean, I sacrificed not showering too for like two days. Wow. On account of that, so yeah, just just so you guys all know, out there, um, mm-hmm. that's that's what I was doing for the four or five hours that we were at the hospital. Um, so, uh, really quick, just f- in case you know some of you guys are out there and you have never had a baby, I want to brief you on a couple things, husbands and wives. Maybe you don't know this. If if you were at a traditional hospital, not a birthing center, you're not doing like the home birth or whatever, you're at a traditional hospital. Okay. After you have the baby, no one really thinks about, oh, after the baby, who cares? We had the baby. Okay. Um, for one, uh, if you want to encapsulate your placenta, which is something that we did, um, you have to make arrangements for that thing to go somewhere on ice. So just FYI. Okay. Make a mental note to yourself. Arrangements for placenta. Uh, number two is that typically you're going to plan to stay at the hospital overnight, in which case plan not to get a whole lot of sleep because nurses, hey, I love you. You guys do a great job. The doctor does hardly anything in these cases. The nurses do pretty much everything. So huge props to you. However, in the aftermath, all we want to do is sleep and hang out with our baby. But no, between nurses, photographers, food people, um, and uh, check, I don't know, random people walking in, you have someone coming into your room almost every hour on the hour asking, Mommy, Mommy, oh, did he poop or did he eat or for how long? Are you filling out your log? Okay, let me push on your tummy. Oh, yeah, that's so good. And then, which you like your photos taken with the newborn baby okay. um, we have a photo package he's doing these accents but they're actually quite accurate just for the area that they kept calling me like mommy and <laughs> I partially wanted to laugh partially felt like oh I feel loved and then the other part was like super annoyed so don't be offended by his accents they are accurate <laughs> you know and then the lady comes in photography would you like your package with the baby we're gonna do a little backdrop would you prefer white or black I no lady i just had a baby and then oh this is your paperwork for exiting the hospital um we're gonna take your payment now woman it's six o'clock in the morning what do you expect from me anyway all that to say is that you know enjoy the time but man leaving the hospital is so nice because you know you're not gonna get bugged you know every hour throughout the night Again, nurses, I love you. You guys do great things. But between you and everybody else, it's just a little bit much in my personal opinion. When I'm trying to sleep after all the work that I did in supporting my wife through her birthing process. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
But other than that, it's a beautiful thing. Um, don't be afraid to watch, guys. You know, my views on my wife's anatomical parts are still the same. I still find you very attractive and lovely, babe. Oh, thank you. Even watching the whole entire thing. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's amazing. I think you're amazing. Aww, I, I think you did a great job. I agree with all those things. Thank you, babe. Um, we had been told in college that <laughs> when once we got pregnant, you know, when I was in labor, that he might not want to watch because it could change his views on certain areas. Um, but he has watched both births. And um, ladies, let me tell you, he... Um, is is still um, very much attracted. So, anyways, that's for another time. Um, we we packed up our sweet baby boy, and I could actually sit in the wheelchair this time. I could not sit last time um, because, well, first pregnancy, and um, I they wheeled me out with the baby this time. Last time they had to wheel Paris out. It was the first time the hospital had ever seen it. They just thought it was. Just the the neatest little thing that they'd never experienced before. And I'm thinking, really? But anyways, I got wheeled out this time with Rad. And we had a um, hot drive home to... I mean, we blasted the AC, but hot drive home. And um, yeah, the rest is history. We have a little chubster. He's he's on my chest right now sleeping. And we're in love. Um, we were unsure about his name. That's a big one. We kind of left that one out, babe. We had had a couple um, names picked out and decided against one of them about a week prior. So we had two names, and we liked both of them, but we just really felt like the Lord would reveal to us or we would know. And we're not, just to be very clear, we're not those types of people that are like, we're going to wait and see what he looks like. Like I, I feel like all babies look like rats, so I, I don't think it was going to change my, my view, and it wasn't what he looked like. Um, it was just kind of the circumstances and what we felt like God was saying about him and just saying over his life. And so we chose Rad Shack, which is um, a pair of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. It's a story in the Bible. Um, that's one of our favorites. And, um, yeah, we just felt like prophetically he would withstand any type of fire, that his faith would be so rooted uh, his foundation would be so strong that he would never deny the name of Christ and and that he would be a worshiper. And so that's how we got the name Radshack. Um Paris, did you did you put that combination together? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, you did? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically just took a bunch of... It's confusing for some people because they're like, wait a minute, kind of reminds me of the Bible, but is that a name? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's a combination of a couple. So anyways, that's probably enough. Um, 22 minutes of a birth story. That's pretty good, actually. Uh, if y'all have any questions, always feel free to ask us. We are not pros. We are doing it with you, doing life with you, and figuring it out along the way, rowing through life. Um, and if you have any requests for other podcast topics, we have a few that we're excited about in the future, but we, we always want to hear from y'all. So that's it. Hope you have a lovely day or evening whenever you listen to this and we'll catch you next week bye bye